Good. Okay, a good nerve. Shabbos, everybody. Let us uh, continue moving along. Baruch Hashem, steiging and understanding the uh, concept of Yira. The concept of Yira, the concept of which the best way that uh, we've translated it in English is to be concerned, to be nervous that I'm not... Uh, there's five types of Yira that we learned, so the, the, let's just mention the last one that we've been focusing on, and that is I am nervous about not achieving life's ultimate purpose and ultimate goal, and that is Dveikas clinging to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, so Yira, even when if, as far as Gehenim and as far as Yisurim, tribulations in this world, what real Yira is, there's a yira from those consequences. That's true. That's one type of yira and that we could connect with. And an additional point of yira is a yira of shlemus. I'm afraid that I'm not achieving my true, my true shlemus, my true completion, my true goal. If I do averis, if I, if I do sins that creates obstacles and gets in my way of coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, this evolved, both these ideas have been coming to us by means of theory, of how to define, how to understand Yira. And now we're going to explain, we're going to start this week, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to start shifting the mind to understand how. Now that we understand what Yira is, and what the goal is, of Avaida of Yira, especially the type of Yira that we're referring to, of I can't do Averis because I'm so nervous that the consequence is going to get in the way of my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's going to create obstacles. So now how do I go about developing this Yira? How do I go about developing this Fear, this nervousness, this concern of not achieving a shlemus, and that's what's going to keep me away from sinning. So here we go. Kufnun Bays, either in depending on the print, one fifty-two or one fifty-three. Now let's get into the proper method of acquiring what we've been learning. How do we do this? How do we acquire Yira? Of not achieving the ultimate vikas. Nikudas Harashis Kvayadualan. First point, we've already clarified what it is, not how, but what it is. Shatakhlas Khayadam Hiyakirva Ilov Vizdavakboy. The main thing is that we've what we've established from the earlier parts of Bovavi is that the tachlis, the goal, the purpose, is clinging to our source. Tvekas Hashem. We know that. We've established that. We've gone through that. Atta nenasa levire. So now what needs to be clarified, again, you can't ignore the yira of that connection. Every relationship is multifaceted, including our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And every relationship, and this is going to be very important to know this. So this is a, a Yisayid a Gadol, an important foundational idea. And that is... 
a relationship is only as strong as the weakest partner. That's how strong the relationship is going to be. You could have number of people in a relationship. You can have two people in a relationship, in a marriage. The relationship can only be defined through what level of bond there is, is going to be defined through the weakest partner. You can have one person who wants all in on the relationship. This has to do with our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what we're going to focus on here. Hashem could have unending incredible love and never leaving us. But the level of relationship is dependent on us, how much we want it. How in am I? When you have a marriage, you have a partnership, you have uh, any sort of, in, in any area. How strong is that partnership? How strong is that friendship? It's only going to be as strong as the weakest friend. One person could be 100% invested, the other friend's 50% invested. By definition, that relationship is only going to be as strong as the one who's 50% invested. It's not going to be 100% investment on both parts. And sometimes it takes time to learn how invested our partner is or somebody else is. But it can only be as strong as that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there for us. How strong our relationship is going to be as strong as we are. We're the weaker partner, so to speak. So what needs to be clarified is, What do I need to work on in order to merit that this knowledge will dwell in my heart in a way of constant feeling as part of my essence and not just a mindset. And slowly but surely, it's going to fill a big part of my life. What this means is like this. I can just speak for myself. There's many things that I say I want to do. But I don't do it in the end. I can have a lot of excuses why I don't do it. Bottom line is, you didn't do it. I didn't do it. That's the bottom line. If there's something that you really want, you'll turn over worlds to get it. I'll make sure it's done. There's certain things that's just done. Forget it. I, <laughs> we're not going to stop. There are other things that are very important, but depending on the difficulty, I'm not going to turn over worlds to get it. At a certain point, it's like, I, that's it. Like, I'm not going any further than this. And I'm completely right by not going any further. But it's something that remained in the mind. It never became a dover chush. never got so strong in my feelings that it became something that has to be an absolute truth. We've had a lot of ideas in our lives, I'm sure. We're bursting with ideas. Things that we could have done, things that we still can do, and, eh, and it's a good idea. Will it get done? No, it's not going to get done. Because it's in the mind. It's not in the chush. It's not in the feeling. It's not something I'm driven to do. If it works out, it works out. That type of approach could work, but it also means I'm not driven to do it. What Bovavi wants to do, he says, listen, he's like, listen, all of us, if we want Devekas, the way to under the way to come to real Devekas, 
clinging and being one needs to have Yira involved in the relationship as Bovavi has explained to us over the past few weeks. But we also need to understand how do we work on ourselves so that the Yira, which is part of our Dveikas, is something that is there, not a want. It's not something I want to do anymore. It's something that's done. It's in existence. How do we take it from point A to point B? See, some people will explain it like, you know, there's a long way from your brain into your heart. That is very, very true. It's very true. Over here, what, what we're getting a little more lumdish on, a little more, more uh, intense about, is it's not even a matter of mind to heart as far as action is concerned. It's from knowing to reality. It's a reality. How do you build this up? How do I put this in my heart? Ultimately, it becomes, Dveikas Bashem becomes my existence. This Avaida takes a real want. It's a fundamental root thing. That's there. When somebody has a strong will, a true desire, nothing's going to stand in the way. There's like an adrenaline push to get this done. It'll get done. When you care enough about something, it'll get done. When there's a rutzen and a chazah, and guess what? It doesn't even feel like work. When there's a weak rutzen, you're lacking a foundation for the entire building. One of the stories my mother would tell over from uh, Pesach Kron, mentioned this many, many, many times. It's an, it's an incident that I remember. Is um, after they they uh, put out a book. Uh, Art School published a biography about my father, Zechariah Lebracha. So somebody asked my mother um, that somebody found out that they didn't uh, speak to my mother about the book. They wrote the book. I'm sure they asked her advice on a couple of things, but it wasn't the 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 book on my father's biography was more about the yeshiva side, the chinuch side. It brought down family, but it was more from the perspective of talmidim, of students, as opposed to the children. They didn't really speak to many of the children. Didn't speak to my mother to a large extent. A little bit, yeah, but to a large extent, it wasn't like a family. Somebody asked my mother if it bothered her that they published a book like that, and it, it didn't bother her at all. Like it could be she even knew that from the beginning. But her response was like this. Her response to does it bother her? You know, that, that it wasn't coming from the view necessarily of her or some of the, uh, some of the children. Now, my brother was involved in writing it, so I'm sure, you know, it wasn't like, uh, it, uh, it wasn't like anything was hidden or, you know, chasom, anything like that. Um, but my mother said over a Misa from Pesach Kron. Pesach Kron wrote the art, first art scroll book on Bris Mila. And he says that after he wrote the book, so an older mile, he was, Pesach Kron was a, in his young 20s when he wrote the book. And an older mile called him up and he said, Pesach, you ruined me. Um, I was going to write a book on Brismila. And now that you did it, so there's no need for my book and I need it for my Parnassa. And, and he says, you know, you ruined me. Basically saying it wasn't nice that you published the book. 
So he was in his young twenties. He, he his father passed away when he was when he was young. So he, he was supporting his mother with his mila, and he was very you know he was crestfallen. He was very broken. So he told his mother, he "said Ma, what, what should I do? You know, what's my what's the approach here? What's it?" And Pesach Kron's mother said, "Pesach, he didn't write the book. He couldn't write the book. He wouldn't write the book. There's no book. Don't worry." Somebody says, I was going to there. So my mother said in response to about the biography that they wrote, she says, it doesn't bother me. I wasn't going to write a book. There shouldn't have been a book. There would have been. Somebody else wrote a book. Fine. Like, but it totally didn't. And there was no reason for it to bother her. The idea here is, unless we actually have a deep, Rut zone that's in my feelings. This has not even worked. I am going to be so devoted to this idea because I believe in it so much. That's not real rut zone. That's that's a nice thing that I want to do. It's a nice thing I want to do. For many yidden, devekas Bashem to cling to Hashem is something that we want to do. It's something that's nice. How nice would it be? How incredible would it be? Wow. I could just dream about Mamish living a life of Dvekas to HaKadosh Baruch What a beautiful concept. Let's learn Bovavi together. And this is, there's so, much, there's so much to, you know, to open up to and to really, it's an incredible thing. But even for me and us learning Bovavi, again, each of us are in our own madriga in this and working in, in different ways on this. All Bovavi could do is share with us why it's important to be aware of all this and to have a rutzon and to have a will. Ultimately, to do it, nobody can do anything for anybody else. That needs a rutzon that's chazak va'amiti. It has to be strong and it has to be true. My desire for Dveikas Bashem has to be a reality for me. It's just a reality. It's something I'm going to do. It's something I'm going to do. It's not, it's not a nice thing to do. It's something I'm going to do. The chasher rotzen chalash. If I have a weaker rotzen, chaser esa buses a chalabinian. So it's a weaker foundation. I'd like to do it. Will I do it? I don't feel the drive. The lakachal adam lamoil, it's incumbent on a person to work. What do I need to work on? Shabemes, yertzeliyaz karav lakadus baruchu avada. Of course, we all want this. We all want this desperately in our lives to be karayv, to be close to Kaddish Baruch Hu v'la'yoy But, it's, how driven are we? Yeah? Now, he puts in parentheses, Ubamas, the truth is, This is not something that's unique to our relationship with Kaddish Baruch Hu. This is something, like we pointed out, it's everything. Anything you really want to acquire, Right now we're dealing with Vegas and Kirva to Hashem. Now, if I'm not completely driven, don't think that means that I don't really have a Ratzim. All it means is, it's not strong enough for me to make important developments in my life to get this done. Just because I'm not 100% driven to get this done, this kirva, 
I want it, so I, I want it, I really do. But what am I actually doing about it? A little bit. So what does that mean? He says, you know what it means? Not that you don't really want it. What it means is you want it, but you need to want it more in order for it to become 100% reality. And it's this Nakuda, again, it's this foundational idea, this point that the entire building of our neshama, the entire edifice, this is this kirva is the foundation of our entire building of every mitzvah that we do. So the stronger the foundation of my, the foundation of each of us in our own unique lives is the same foundation. Each of us have a palace, like we started Bovavi Mamish in the beginning of the Sefer. We're each building our own unique mansion with different rooms and different doors and the mitzvahs come to play. The foundation is the same for all of us. And that foundation though is going to look different. What is the foundation? The Ratzon of Kirvas Hashem. Kirvas Hashem is the foundation of every, everything that I do. It's to bring me close to Hashem. How strong of a foundation is going to be dependent on how strong my drive is. How, how true is it to my reality? If I don't truly want it, but I want to want to want it, which is like me, many of us, right? Say, do you want something? Yeah, so why don't you do it? I really, I, I want to want to do it. I really want that I would want to do it, right? One of the jokes that we have in Yeshiva. On Purim, when guys get high, so the famous Yeshiva line is, Rebbe, I want to learn. You can see your Rebbe with Purim. Rebbe, I want to learn. I want to learn tired. I want to be a Lamdera. So, so what do you say to the guy? You say, you want to learn? So go learn. Go learn. Well, yeah, but no, nobody's stopping you. Nobody's stopping you. So what's the answer? The answer is, what's really, you don't really want to learn. Again, there's not a knock, but what's happening true, Bavavi sharing it, the fact that you're not doing it is a proof that you want to want to learn. That's that's what's showing here, which is a madriga. It's a very it's a high madriga. It's a high level. But to say I want to do something doesn't really. It's the wrong. They see the Hebrew, the English language doesn't suffice for the Hebrew language. Rutzen means you're actually going and doing it. Ain davar ha'omid keneged harutzen. Nothing stands opposite a person's rutzon, a person's deepest desires, a person's deepest will. Nothing stands in the way of that. You're just going to push ahead like a nut to get it done. So to say I want to learn when nobody's stopping you, it's not really a true statement in the word rutzon. What we're really saying is I want to want to learn. Fine. Just say it. So that, but what's happening here is, most of the things that we're not successful in is built upon this idea. I want something, but it's really not strong. That's propelling me forward. And this applies to anybody, really, in so many situations. First things first, says Bavavi. You want to know how to start getting this done? Says Bovavi, here, I'm going to teach you how to start getting it done. The way to get it done is to awaken your rutzon, that a person has to awaken their will more and more. 
Step one is know the truth. Right now, I only want to come close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I'm sorry. Right now, I only want to want to come close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's a nice idea. It's a nice concept. But I need to start actively working on making this my true focus. So now, how? Let's get into the next paragraph. How? How do I strengthen my want? How do I strengthen my rutzen? How do I go from wanting to want to do something to actually wanting to do it? Kate said, Yagbir Adam Mesrit Sainai, how do we do this? He said, Zerah Kaddish. The Zerah Kaddish tells us, Gufat Lay Nahir Mi Batan Lay. If you have a body of something, Delay Nahir, it doesn't give off light. Mevachin Lay. So you, you have to clap it. You have to clap it. You take a hammer and you, you beat it. Now, what does it mean you have to beat it? Sometimes you have to find things from within. How do I find things from within? What does it mean? Kalima. The reason why we don't actively find the drive to do things that we really want to do, but it's staying in the want to want. The reason why it stays in want to want is because the body gets in the way. There's a guf and the neshama. The neshama desperately is our conscience trying to cling to Hashem, and this guf, this body is getting in the way. Now, so we'll say, okay, so let's beat down the body, so to speak. Yeah, beat it down. What does it mean? You know, get out of the way. How so? Right? They used to be people would they fast a lot and they would afflict themselves. And then the uh, we're not there. We're not there. He's like, this idea of like, you know, the way to do it is by beating down the body. Our generation of constant fasting and afflicting ourselves, we don't even know what this means. We don't even know what we're talking about. Writing this for the past couple hundred years. This is, not, this is not really the proper way to do this for most of us. For most of us, the way to, the, the way to strengthen our rutzen is not by hurting our guf. It's not by bothering the body. That's not the way to do it. So there's other ways. What are the other ways to do it? And this is what is going to start being practical. We're going to mention two things that we could start working on. In order to create a rut zone of Kirvas Hashem. Derech Neisefes, another way, which will work, is Hispaididus. Okay? Hispaididus is solitude. Now, what happens during Hispaididus? What happens during solitude? So, it's an art, it's a craft. But, there's a lot of tzaddikim that they, they go and they have, they do as baydidus. A lot of tzaddikim, during his baydidus, they get upset at, their, at themselves. They'll beat themselves up. Why don't you have a greater rutzen to come close to Hashem? And they, they, they're tough on themselves. Toughness after toughness. Until they say to themselves, you know, you know, you're right. You're right. 
and their heart finally opens up. They give themselves their own musr and they finally are able to open up their hearts to this truth of you need a real emes desire, a real emes drive to come close to Hashem. And that's, and that's how they would, they would start to do this. Ulam, but you should know, Gamza Derech Leipshuta, it's not simple to do this. You can mess up on this. You need shimush, you need tradition, yeah, you need a Rebbe to teach how to do his baitadus. Because his baitadus has to come from your own heart, it can't even come from the mind. It's an incredible thing. We know this as a fact. The fact of the matter is, who do we listen to most? Those who care about us, those who believe in us, those who hold of us. If you appreciate somebody, you can give them Musr and they'll accept it. It's true when we give ourselves Musr. Same way I'm not listening to anybody else if they're just there to scream at me. I have a wonderful day. You kind of zone out. It's true with ourselves too. We beat ourselves up and if, we, if, if it's not done in the right way, we don't even listen to ourselves. It just becomes like a mental game that we just get confused by the whole concept. His bite of this itself, in a way of scolding, is a craft, and it needs to be learned from a Rebbe. And it has, it has to come from like the heart, right? Because it has to come from my heart to myself, in order for it to enter my heart. Otherwise, it's just like, yeah, I know I should be doing something different. See, very, this is how I, my, my mind works. Like, I right, tell them you got to do something different. And it stays like, like, I know I needed something different, but my scolding myself didn't really stem from the heart. So I'm not really listening to myself. The same way I'm not going to listen to somebody else who's not really speaking from the heart, right? So, and furthermore, this needs real deep understanding. So that I can even know that when I talk to myself, I'm even telling myself the truth. And I'm not giving myself a biased opinion on myself. So being in solitude and doing his baidadus is something that needs to be, it's a craft. A person's not, not already strong in themselves and confident in themselves. You should know their scolding is not even going to be a true scolding. The same way I'm not going to listen to somebody who doesn't truly know me. It's not going to affect me the same way. Choose with the same with his baidadus. You might even get depressed. God forbid. You get bitter about yourself and down. Oh, you beat yourself up. Nobody's going to grow through feeling like an animal. But, but, his baidadus is something that if learned, could be a way to create a drive. So what we know is what not to do to create a true rut zone. And we know what might be done. What is the best thing to do to create a rut zone? So let's learn this and then we'll hold it for this week. What's the best thing to do? What's the best way to create a deep rut zone? Of Kirvas Hashem, so that it doesn't remain a concept and something that we want to want to do, but something that we actually propelled, were propelled to do. 
it's going to start from a place that our greatest forefathers started from. Okay? It's going to start from a place of quietness. Avram Avinu, Yitzchak Avinu, Yaakov Avinu, going down our, our tribes, David HaMelech, Moshe Rabbeinu, they were all shepherds. They didn't live in metropolitan cities that were busy, 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 busy. So how do we create a Ratzon? So first thing is, we need quiet, a makam reik v'sheket, bibnei adam, from others. And now that it's quiet, I could speak to Hashem and use something similar to this type of statement. My mind is clear. And I now say, I know where I'm holding. I know where I'm at. You know that this is something I'm aiming for. I'm aiming to be close and connected to you. My ratzon right now, my desire for this is obviously too weak. I know the purpose of my life. Ultimately, what's my goal is to just become as connected to you as possible. And I know I can only do it if I really want it. The problem is, I don't know if I really want it. I don't even know where I am. According to my current state. That I am in now. I'm like, I'm a little unconscious to what this even means. So I must not really want it right now so much. And so I'm not going to get there. So what do I do? I start davening. Please, Hashem, as rainy, help me. I need you to sprout inside of me a true rutzen. We mamish spoke about it this week in the women's lunch and mamish, right? About growing tara from within tumma. It's the tumma itself that grows the tara, right? I say, I'm in a place of impurity, so to speak, or like I'm in a place of lack. I need the Tara to grow from that place. And each person, according to their, their, uh, the way that they're comfortable speaking, so it's not like mechanical, but it's, it's a real conversation. Day after day, we, he says, you know, here, here's what you could do practically. Davin. Through speaking about it, get ready for this, this is beautiful. When I use my lips, I use my tongue, I use my teeth, and I articulate words, I'm using my body. The body is what I'm trying to get out of my way to attain a closeness to HaKadosh Baruch. So what's the way to do it? If you can't beat him, join him. Take, take the body and make it say what you need for the, what I need for the neshama. So it's the body itself that's going to awaken the Ratzon because that's really where I need it. And Bayes, and the second point is, I'm now davening. Not only am I taking the body practically, physically, and utilizing it in the way of creating the Ratzon as opposed to being an impediment, I'm now using it in a way of building a Ratzon, 
but also Bez, I'm davening for this, and Bez Hashem, because you now have, if Hashem, Bez Hashem, with his help, he hears this, what we, we really want, and the more we daven for this over the long time, we're stubborn about it, and we keep asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please build a Ratzon inside of me to be close to you, so there's two things that are being accomplished. There's two things that are being accomplished. Number one is the davening. The davening itself is coming close to Hashem and you're davening to have the rutzen. And Bez is you're taking the impediment and you're changing it into something which is now going to be used as an inspiration to do it. As inspiration to have closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Okay? So what we, what we have is from Bovavi for, for this week, what we have is the start. Mamish a start. He's just giving us a little taste. A start of understanding, first of all, what ruts, what does it mean to want something? There's different levels of wanting. But there's only one rutzon. In the English language, different levels of wanting. The Hebrew language rutzon means I'm not stopping. How many of us are there though? That we know the concept, but we don't do it. So that means the rutzon is not really a rutzon. I haven't entered that word yet. So how do you do it? So he told us first what to stay away from. You don't need to go to these. You don't need to go to places of beating yourself up. Even his baidadus, which is an option, which is musr, is something that you need, is very delicate and need to be trained in. But something that is no risk and has all upside in creating a rutzen is davening and taking the impediment and using it to start building the ruts. Now here's the problem. We're not done. Because again, many of us are sitting here thinking, oh, it's so easy. So what Bovavi is teaching me to do, if I, to accomplish the greatest thing I can ever build in my life, Kirvas Hashem, it's mispalo and using the body in that way. What if I'm not there? I, I, we get again. It's a theory. It's an idea. He's sharing ideas. How to, how to create a want to be a desire that, that's unstoppable. But what if I don't even know how to do this? What if I'm not even knowing davening properly? What if, I, what if, this, what if this approach isn't working either. Like, it feels like, even within this, just to me, he's, not, he's giving us an idea and not really holding our hand in how to do it. He says, go Davin, in a quiet space, he's got to be real, it's got to be depth, have your own conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, I know this is my tachlis in life, I know this is, this is everything I want. What if I don't even know how to do that properly? Which I probably don't. Not that we're not going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to start doing this. And Bez Hashem, it will work. But we also have to know what to do if we don't... Uh, it, what, what do I do if I need somebody to hold my hand through this? 
what do you do then? Because this is, again, this is our deepest desire in what we're going to accomplish. So we'll hold it here for this evening. Bezim next week, Bovavi, Bovavi is going to guide us and, and help us through the importance of building a connection with a tzaddik, of listening to Taira from tzaddikim. Sometimes you have a tzaddik in person in our city. Sometimes you have an opportunity to go hear Taira from a tzaddik. Sometimes you have an opportunity to hear a shir from a tzaddik or to get ideas. And there's Baruch Hashem, every generation of Baruch who gives tzaddikim that we're meshadich with, that we feel more of a connection with, that we can learn Taira from. And it's what's interesting is, is that the ones who we personally connect with the most, if you think about it, are generally the ones that when they're done their shir, I feel more in touch with myself and my truth, my essence, which is coming closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's really what we want. So he's going to guide us on this avayda of not only davening for something and using the guf, using the body to request the success of Dveikas, but also the importance of bringing a tzaddik into our lives to ensure that this that, that this keeps growing and keeps developing. And you should know, we're going to hold it here, but you should know this, like, this mahalach, this approach that he's taking, especially I'm going to give us such clarity of how, the, how a Torah life is supposed to be, is supposed to be lived. Not only, in, not, not only in the main goal of Dveikas Bashem, but how to get there, like, where do tzaddikim come in? Like, where, you know, really, we're supposed to be connected straight to Hashem, like Kairach, right? Kairach says, everybody's kulam kadayushim, everybody's holy. Yeah, but he was wrong. Because you also need Rabbein. We also need a Maish Rabbeinu. We need an Aaron We need that. Where does it come in? Where's the help? Like, what taka was wrong with Kairach's claim of you don't need, you don't need a hierarchy? He's, in a sense, he's right. Kulam kadayushim. Everybody's holy, but he, he, as we spoke about last Shabbos and Shul, he was also dead wrong in this idea. So next week, we're going to start touching on where the, the, the importance of Rabbeim and Tzaddikim and, and how it comes into allowing us to achieve our uh, ultimate goal and our ultimate desire of Kirvas Hashem. We'll hold it here this, for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, everybody.